Hello, my lovelies. These are going to be your Scorpio season messages for Pisces. Hello, Pisces. Right. Let us see what we have for you. You're the first one that I'm doing today. Okay. There's no intro this time, but there is an outro, so stick around for that. Oh, I love I love this card from this deck. Night song, hidden. What is it? Hidden talents. That's a pretty amazing card. All right. That's from the Halloween Oracle. Let's see what we've got from the Magic of You deck. Come out very quickly. Epiphany. I mean, they're both the same. They're both the same. Bloody hell, Pisces. You've got Night Song, Hidden Talents and Reveal Your Gifts. And I've just noticed the light is dodgy on this thing. Hang on. Let's just have a little look at that one second. Yeah. Bloody hell. Why did that stick like that? There we go. The cloth is purple. <laughs> I was thinking, why does it look blue? The colour was wrong. Okay. So they're both, they're both, I mean, look at this. Hidden talents and reveal your gift. That it's saying the same thing. It's a very clear message coming up for you guys. I kind of feel this for you guys, Pisces. I think I've been saying it for a while now, a couple of seasons. But here we go. Um, a ruby red bird singing in the darkness full of sound, like an unopened present, ribbons still bound. A bird singing at night is an unusual occurrence and those birds who are known as singers of the darkness are almost always considered sacred or frightening. From the operatic nightingale through to the hooting owl, hearing a bird that you cannot see weaving its magic through the night sky has captivated humans for millennia. In the past, at Halloween time, a night that the veil between the worlds was said to be at its thinnest, these night birds were considered either omens or messengers of the gods. That's you guys. Depending on the culture, their voices were perceived as good luck and a positive validation, or alternatively a warning about continuing on a certain pathway. In some mythology, the nightbird was able to direct us towards discovering our talents and true purpose. A kind of guide in the darkness leading us to the dawn. Should this beautiful but shy bird sing to you by appearing during your divination, know that you must unwrap the present of yourself. Look. Some of the gifts within you remain unopened. The time has come to step into your true potential and claim all possibilities for yourself. There is no more time to waste. No more excuses. Pretty straightforward, right? And so you see why I was getting all excited because isn't that saying the same as reveal your gifts? So let's have a little look here. I'm going to say this and if you've been listening to the extra talks and the fact that I'm not going to be doing personal readings, that... I'm good at doing personal readings that you know and I love doing personal readings but sometimes to make the best use of your gifts you may have to stop doing things that you love doing right um it isn't always as simple as being more or doing more in a certain area um and it can be challenging so we'll see what the cards bring up around that but let's read this one so epiphany reveal your gifts 
The girl of Epiphany is caught enjoying the sweet scent of her own success. But now it is time to share the success with the world. Have you been keeping something from others? Something that would surprise and delight them? The world wants what you have to share. Awaken to your hidden talent. You are more than enough. There are hidden gifts, a new skill, new passion bubbling up, ready to pour out of you at this time. Just as the gold pours out of the girl of Epiphany's arm. What is a what is a deep goal? Something you may have considered impossible. It's your duty to unveil and release this potential inside you. The time to act is now. The universe will conspire in your favour if you take action now. And think about this. This might be something that you're sitting on. This might be something that you've been working on, right? Um, the other thing that I would say around this is Scorpio is your ninth house. So you're, you're in a ninth house transit. That's a great time to explore some of these um, other talents that you may have hidden, right? I really like this message already, Pisces. Good on you. Good on you. Right. Let's see what cards come up. So that's really easy to say to someone, right? Unwrap your presence, share your gifts with the world. So hopefully with the cards we can look at challenges that we have around that or what may be stopping us from doing that oh gosh i mean even the chariot it's balancing head and heart and moving forward right um and it's our own will so willpower motivation discipline all of these things may come up the chariot it's a strange one because it can sometimes indicate like a diet or exercise or routine or new schedule. I know that sounds very Virgo, your opposite sign. But if you think about Scorpio being your ninth house and the chariot being your fifth house. It may be around your self-expression. Um, what would you need to change up to re to allow that to come up? You may need to, um, you know, I don't know, say you've got a talent or a gift. It doesn't have to be career wise, you know, um, I think. And it's inevitable, and I understand why it happens when you're doing general readings. You're, the only examples that you can really truly give are work and relationships, right? But say you've got a great job, say you've got um, great relationships, like you're in a romantic partnership, your stuff with your family is good. I don't want to just always assume that people have got difficulties in those areas, even though it's natural to give those examples. Um, your gift may be in how you show up in those relationships right that there's been stuff that you haven't been sharing or saying about yourself and uh, who else got this maybe it was Aquarius somebody else got this message yesterday um I only did Capricorn and Aquarius yesterday so one of those two where being honest about what's going on with you that may be a gift because then we give permission to everyone in those relationships to do that I'm getting that what's that Japanese phrase is it ikigai I'm getting that um, coming up as a a message. You can look into that if if you're not if you're thinking what the hell she's talking about. Um, I think it's icky guy, um, and that is spelled um, I K I G A I, um, which it's difficult to define in um, in English, right? But it's. It's like what you love, which is your passion, what you're good at, your vocation, um, what the world needs, that's your mission, 
and what you can be paid for profession, right? So that's one way of looking at it uh, for some of you. And then you look at where they intersect and wherever they intersect, that's your gift. That's your gift to the world. All right. If you need help doing that you can get a personal reading with me or with an astrologer or you know even a um what do they call those occupational therapists you know those that help you with your career stuff if it is a career thing for you i mean for some think about it um you may be a great parent and you you've been putting off having a child and you know that's what that's the hidden gift that you want look at this six of wands this is coming out this is what you're proud of this is what you share now this is the kind of look at me card look at what i've achieved and you're sharing your gifts with the world so you've already done something whether you realize you've done it or not you have the confidence maybe um maybe a stumbling block for you All right, my lovelies, bottom of the deck, underlying energy, the world. Mm, bloody hell, this is a massive kind of ending, right? Um, yes, the world is the completion of a cycle. And that, that's Saturn. you got Saturn in your sign. Take it from me, whether you've got Pisces sun, Pisces rising, whatever you've got there, you might just, I know some people watch all the videos um, to align with each house um, in their chart. And I think Saturn, more than what sign it's in, um, it's what house it's in is the, the biggest impact is where you see the Saturnian influence um, the most but when I had Saturn crossing my ascendant which was back in 2015 2016 around that phase uh, everything changed for me you know that's how Queer and Insight came about so Saturn can help if we're willing to look at the places that don't have obstacles does that make sense because I think what Saturn does is um Whereas Jupiter expands, right? Expands certain things. And maybe your the Jupiter transit, which was a couple of years ago, when Jupiter went through Pisces, there you start to discover something about yourself. Um, but when Saturn is crossing um, your sun, I had that as well when Saturn was in Aquarius, or your rising, um, you can feel like things are getting shut down. Like your relationship gets shut down. They let, they, um, they let you go at work. Or, you know, your um, landlord decides that, hey, I'm not going to be renewing your your lease with me. So it gives you notice to move out. These things come out and it feels like bad luck, right? And that's where I think it was um, Adam Ellen Bass. He did a video once and he was like, fuck you, Salon, right? You know, that, that whole thing that he did. And it's like, yeah, I get it. Uh, things shut down. But because there is another path. And in, in a way, it doesn't feel it in the moment, but it, we are being helped by having certain things shut down so that we can, or they don't even have to be shut down. It doesn't have to be a closed door. It means to enter that way, we must show up in a different way. And I kind of get that from this. Yeah, two of pentacles. You might be considering something already. Two of swords in the past. Ace, oh, I love this. Ace of pentacles in the present. Temperance, a Sagittarius season, I think, coming up for you there um and that's your 10th house right and then you've got the three of pentacles as the advice so you don't have to do it all alone that's what that three of pentacles says but it's also about using all of your inner resources 
right? We can't really work well in a team outside of ourselves until we work well with the team within ourselves. Let's get some clarifiers for this. You've got two that came up here. One of them is the chariot, which came out at the beginning, and the six of cups. All right. So that's moving on from the past immediately, just that, that combination of those two. This one's a some of that. It's the magician. It's thinking, what the hell is that? It's really lovely, very Piscean, this deck. Um, but if you have a look that being is opening up a chest and it looks like i don't know what these creatures are that are flying out are they birds but it's freeing something liberating something so remember i said confidence might be a thing when the magician comes up it's it does indicate confidence because the magic happens through us wow and the sun that's clarity Right, the Wheel of Fortune. The Hermit. Which is your opposite sign. And the nine of wands i mean that that's kind of what i meant about the saturn stuff like what you're tired of what what seems to be dragging on what's run its course right understanding that um and hey just a heads up if you want some extra help with dealing with saturn in your sign um i i found myself that the first 10 degrees of saturn being in a sign can be the hardest right because that's where we're we're confronting a lot of places within ourselves where we're not in integrity um and then i think the, the second um decade so then the next 10 degrees the first 10 degrees is can be a little bit jarring right the second 10 degrees is where we get to work where we start working on the stuff and you know start acquiring insight for example like i did and then the third it's where it starts working for you when saturn left sagittarius like my whole life it wasn't just saturn there was a number of things going on um, in fact, I had my new, progressed new moon in Pisces, which was part of that as well. Um, so there's loads of stuff going on. But when Saturn was getting ready to move into Capricorn, when Saturn did move into Capricorn, I missed Saturn. Everything had become so simple on how to do things. And, and you know, hopefully, you know, God willing, I hope that's the, your experience with Saturn in Pisces as well. Right. I mean, isn't it fascinating that you've got the Ten of Pentacles with the world here, so ending of something that you've done forever, maybe. Here's the new beginning, which I love that. I love when there's an ace after um, a ten. What have we got? Oh, it's bloody two of swords again. Right, let's try it again. Oh, God, that came out very... Four of Cups. Four of Cups has been coming up quite a bit and it makes sense. I mean, even though it's a Cancer card, it's Moon in Cancer. Um, it's the relationship with our feelings. Whoa, that attacked me there, that card. The Devil. Okay, that's where, that's where we're stuck. The 
the death card. The Queen of Wands, wow. And you got the North Node in your second house, right? In Aries. I'm saying that because of the Queen of Wands. Um, there's a lot around... I mean, of course, we're talking about Saturn. But of course, there's this um, impetus of... All right, so what do I value? What are my values, right? I'm really, I'm going to say again, like that Ikigai, I'm probably saying it wrong. I-K-I-G-A-I. -I. Check it out. I think for some of you, it's time. You've got the hanged man there. The tower. Wow. Five of cups. King of Cups, alright. I'm going to get one from this deck for that tower. Well, the lovers. I mean, again, I'm just going to say icky guy, guys. <laughs> icky guy. Right. This is an act of love. I, it may not feel like that. It may feel like, oh, I don't know if I've got the confidence to do this. But it is an act of love. Right, let's begin. So we've got the Two of Swords in the past. Very important. Remember, this is last week, last month, last year. This could be something that's been dragging on. You've got the Two of Swords here and you've got the Two of Swords here. Now, one of the things that I, I, I don't usually read the Two of Swords like this, but when I see it in this way, I want to say this to you, that this may not have been an obvious choice that you have to make. This could be where you've tried to bring stability to a situation. Right, I know that's a weird way to read it, but I'll I'll tell you why I'm I'm saying that. Um, because the two of swords person is needs to make a decision, right? Needs to, but is committed to the status quo. Right now, this can be because there's inner conflict. This can be because there's outer conflict. This you know, the two of swords can be a breakup card, um, and that doesn't have to just be you know you're gonna break ups in all areas of your life with um your job your friends your family members you know your lovers breakups happen but if say for example you didn't want to break up with your job or your family right so this is where you have maybe done the inner work i think a lot of what's coming up this season especially for people like us is um closing out like a lot of this inner work right so whatever it's been if you realize recognized in yourself that you've got codependency or you know abandonment issues or whatever it might be right or um you're just starting to be more active in the world or in relationships there's something that's going on or you've got self-worth issues you know pick, take your pick we've all got at least one of them and probably more than one of them this to me speaks of bringing stability to a situation. And why is that? So you can move on from the past. Internally, emotionally, you can overcome the regret, the loss, the missed opportunities, the you know lack of support, all of those stories that we all have. Um, this is what this looks like to me. So this could have been putting off a decision and I, I i get the sense i'm telling you this for a lot of you even if you knew that oh i have a decision to make i think this is where the you found a different solution like so you didn't actually even see that there was a decision to make you just thought this was my, my biggest thing i need to move on from the past i need to let go of the past uh, you guys are the sign of karma right so it's it's this thing of 
I don't want to be this person anymore. I don't want to live like that anymore. To quieten the inner anxiety or the conflict that we have within our relationships or work, you have picked a course of action. Now, here's the heads up. I'm not saying that this was wrong in any way. I think we see what we need to see in any given situation at any given point in time. We do the best that we can with what we know in that moment. However, with this coming up here, I just want to give you a heads up, especially with the Queen of Wands in the future, that where you're, what you're headed towards is rather than, you know, arguing your point or saying your thing or not saying it or keeping the peace, right, whatever it was, you've moved on from the past. I mean, the weekly message for this week, the 20th, the 24th, as I record this, from the 23rd to the 29th, if you've checked, if you haven't seen that, it's about burning away the past. The Phoenix came up. And so with this, the, you know, and the sun entered Scorpio yesterday and it's square, I think it's still squaring Saturn, and sorry, trining Saturn right now in your sign. So there is this kind of reverberation of, okay, look, the past is done. You have moved on from the past. You may think, I have, have I, Jay? You know, it's still, it, to whatever extent this was, yes, you have. We're going to come back to that two of swords down here. So with the world, this is that, that you know, I have... I have done it. I have done things the way I needed to, which was keeping the status quo there. Or your decision-making process, even if you're making loads of decisions. That way of making decisions is done. The world tells us that. And with the Ten of Pentacles, this is to do with your long-term security and stability. That can be anything, right? This can be our legacy. This can be our inheritance. This can be um, the nest egg that we want to leave behind for our children. This can be a career. This can be whatever, right? You know, it's pentacles. And it could be even health, right? So you might have been um, working out with a personal trainer or think about that then. If you're trying to get back on track, and I did this, right? For three years, I worked out with a personal trainer to get back on track. That gave a certain level of stability for me to move on from the past, literally, right? Of... Um, how my I kept I told my personal trainer that you know I just want to win a few rounds with my body like it's I've been in a battle with my body for years so it can be that kind of a thing with the world and the ten of pentacles coming up here there's no fault so there's no leap of faith but with the world I think it's a graduation of sorts and you did get that six of wands that came out right at the beginning as well and you got the magician with this so this is now you might think I don't have any gifts and I, I'll tell you why people that think that it's because w we look at Instagram we look at all this stuff and we follow these people that they can cook great stuff right or they go they have these travel vlogs or they're making great music and we look at ourselves and think well I don't have any talents like that right I can't read the cards I don't know astrology I don't know any of this stuff whatever it is that is a very limited view of what gifts are. I I think sometimes, you know, the the gentle smiles and, you know, the just making room for people and holding space for people to be who they are. That is an amazing gift. I don't wish we had more of that in the world, the gentleness, the compassion that we have. But it takes a certain level of self-compassion and strength with ourselves to be able to offer that to other people. Because if we offer it to others, that which we can't don't offer to ourselves, we just get hurt, right? So that 
pick take your pick i just gave you a number of examples there so with the magician now now we're at a space or you're coming to space that's a card of communication that's a card of the magic happens through me i recognize that it's actually the hermit on steroids and you did get the hermit over here the hermit understands that it was always him right that if you think about number nine so it's at the end of that you know from zero the fool took a leap of faith the fool took a leap of faith it wasn't about the fool it wasn't about the leap it was about the faith and trust that the fool had to take the leap that was the difference and so when the hermit goes off why he never has anything around him is he has that understanding that it was always me you know the mag uh, the magician it wasn't about the pentacles on the table it wasn't about the knowledge that i had it was me that had to have the confidence to use it to try and create something that with the high priestess, it wasn't about the intuitive message. It was me. Was Did I listen to it? Did I look at myself, reflect and trust the gut feeling that I had and make a decision based on that? You can go all the way through. The empress, right? I was the one that gave birth to this new thing and nurtured it. Um, I was the one in the emperor who took responsibility and brought order and realised my own power, uh, my, my own autonomy. I was the one um, in the Hierophant that had faith. It wasn't what I had faith in that mattered. It was the fact that I had faith in it. Um, what's the other? Where am I up to? So we got the lovers down here. It was me that loved and what I did with that love, how I interacted with that love, how I spoke from that place of love. It was me that got in the chariot. It wasn't to do with the two horses pulling the chariot. It wasn't even about the chariot. It was, was I able to harness the two um, horses, like, you know, the head and the heart, was I able to, with my own will, exert my own will? Then um, number eight, strength, which is the one before the hermit, did I have the courage of my convictions? Did I have the courage to look within myself and to be really honest about what I wanted, what I desired in that situation? And then, you know, use that awareness of myself and what I wanted to face obstacles out in the world. Did I have that courage? So that's why the hermit is always off by himself because he has this amazing awareness of it was always me. So that's why I say everywhere you look, you find yourself because it was always him that had to interact with it with, to do all of that. Um, and I say that because we have this magician here. So it's that understanding of, okay, do I have there's no magic that happens well there is the world is magical but that magic flows through us we must allow that magic to be expressed through us and with the ten of pentacles and the sun um some of you might be counting your good fortune here i do want to say that or, or you know there's clarity around what long-term st security and stability looks like this might be a plan this might be that you've already achieved something but we don't rest on our laurels right six of wands we move on to the next thing we think okay then you know how do i take if you've got uh, 10 pentacles this if you in the after tarot it's depicted so wonderfully um the the kid takes one pentacle take it from me as someone who's done gardening this this year that one of the things that i did is the the kind of the last kind of ripened whether it was um the aubergines eggplants to some of you um you know the runner beans whatever that i let it ripen so that i had seeds for next year that you know i might have had a bounty or an abundance of my garden this year but i have seeds now for next year the ace of pentacles the seed that we take forward because you're going to grow something else with it 
so I love this wonderful um energy but now we have the two of pentacles so this two of pentacles you're focused on it so it's central right? we're coming in with this and I do want to say this also with the sun it's much more light-hearted it's it's clarity it's a spotlight it's where we understand something whether we're acting on it or not but we see what's going on right the, when the sun comes out everything's clear to us it's the opposite of your lot's moon right but with this um two of pentacles now because that decision was in the past either this is the realization that oh shit i've got a decision to make or this is where you're juggling a lot so if you find yourself saying, I don't have the time to do this or, you know, life just got crazy, the it's the exam year for my kid, or, you know, whatever it is, because the two of pentacles can be the day to day. It's kind of taking care of business. But in that format, in the way that we're doing it, like standing there and juggling these two, two pentacles, we don't actually, um, what's the word that I'm trying to say? We don't actually gain any ground with the two of pentacles in that way that's where the three comes up we don't gain any ground we can stand there and do that forever but we won't make make any more money or have a a better relate you know whatever this is we all need to do this at some time trust me when it's seasonal time for me i'm very two of pentacles like i need to do what i need to do and i just get through it but it's not long term for me i use the time in between the weeks that i have seasonal to do to do other things I'm not going to do two of pentacles the whole month. Otherwise, I'd just be at the same level, not growing, not doing anything. And what does the two of pentacles urge us to do? That you may have to put down one of the pentacles. Remember what I said to you at the beginning? To harness or to reveal your gift. There may, did you get that? Yeah, you did get the hangman. There may be a sacrifice that is needed. And so, I mean, it, that's why this two of swords comes up down here again. Um, because there is a decision that needs to be made. And, but with the, the two of um, pentacles and with the nine of wands, there may be this kind of feeling of, no, I can do this, I can do this. Like, you know, I, I can juggle all these balls, I can do whatever. But for how long? That's the question, especially with the nine of wands. So now you've got the Wheel of Fortune. I, I love this. We talked about the Hermit, which is the understanding that... You know, the negative side of this, I want to say this, is where we try to do everything on our own, where we think, oh, it's on me. No one's going to help me because the three of pentacles then can be, well, you need help. Right. But. Um, yes. Yeah, so that so the kind of darker aspect of this, that it was always me, is that it's always going to be me. I always have to I have to do this. But that's not the case. And I, I love this because the Hermit number nine and the Wheel of Fortune number 10, they actually make this point, which is once you realise that, you know, the role that you've played in your cycle up until that point and the, the role that you continue to play, then you actually get to work with the universe. Then you get to work with fate. Then you get to see the opportunities that come about. Um, so we don't just stand there juggling the same pentacles thinking, oh, my God, this is my lot and this is how it's going to be. And that can masquerade as gratitude sometimes. I do want to say that. But there's no nine of cups here in this. So if there was the two of pentacles and the nine of cups, I would say that's amazing. That's, that's you know, an attitude of gratitude almost. Uh, being grateful for what you are, you know, I get to do this. That kind of a feeling. But the whole purpose of you being able to get to this point was to see the role that you played. Was to see 
that you know i have autonomy i have strength i have power i have abilities even if it's just getting the laundry done like do you know what i mean like making sure whatever it is but the the dark side of this is when we think it's just us because then we play it small we don't go um we don't go beyond anything else and i'm thinking about this devil that came up and um over here and hang on let's have a look this devil that came up and the, the tower there because that liberates us from there so the nine of one says like it's time to wrap up that thing and it's a way of doing things right the nine of wands now think about what you've given a lot of energy to and I'm going to be honest with you, I have a lot of creatives that are my clients. So we've got, I've got poets, um, there's a couple of um, actors in there, there's a couple of writers in there. You know, I, I've, I'm i very blessed and people come and work with me when they're getting through this. And this, you know what this, this looks like? Someone that's written the book and they keep editing it, right? And that book is sat there because they're going to come back to it and they've started another book. And that makes sound strange to you. I know people that have written three books and my advice to them is, well, get one of them published for God's sake. Like get one of them out there. Now you can edit that book forever, Two of Pentacles. It won't get, at past a certain point, it doesn't get any better. Then we, we've done all we can, Hermit. We've done all we can. You know, we've, we've written it. We've edited it. We've done our due diligence. We've gone through it. Then we leave it up to fate, Wheel of Fortune nine of wands so it's like wrap it up send it to the publisher or you know if you use that kdp kindle direct publishing whatever it's time to do that the reason i'm put stating it in that way is there's no like mistake and with the world it's saying that you've graduated the way you've done things was correct i think i said this to capricorn yesterday um and, and the what i said was you know the example that I gave is, so if you've got eczema or you've got a cut or something, right? And you have been putting ointment on it. Once it's healed, you can keep putting ointment on it, but you don't get any more healed because there's nothing left to heal in that way. Or, you know, if you've had a break, uh, 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 your leg was broken and you were wearing a cast and, you know, um, once that bone is is healed in fact it's even more um disturbing i guess when it's that because your leg is healed now the the leg the the bone is it's fused back together and it's grown back right so you're you're okay you take the cast off you take the plaster off so and th then you move on to the physio or to do whatever this is that but in terms of this is not more healing. That's not what I'm saying here to you, even though, you know, you are part of the axis of healing. So it's understanding that everything kind of heals. It's time for me to express something, to bring something to the world. Maybe the ointment that you used for that, right? Or the, the doctor who did a great job on fixing your leg, whatever it is. There is something here to be shared with the world at this point. Or your family or your community or, you know, look at it in whichever way you do now here's the ace of pentacles so this is about a new commitment right a, a new long-term commitment 
And this could be to how you spend your time. This might be, might be a new routine. This might be a new job, a new way of earning money, um, a new way of spending your money, like whatever it is with that Ace of Pentacles. But it's a seed and it's, I love the Ace of Pentacles coming up underneath that Ten of Pentacles and the Sun because the Ace of Pentacles to me is a minor arcana version of the, the Sun. It's the potential. It's the acorn. We see the potential of this growing into an oak tree. But then why have we not yet made, there's a decision here that needs to be made, right? So we've got this kind of culmination or coming together of this Two of Swords here, holding the status quo, I think this has been kind of pushed to a head. So whatever the status quo was, either it's worked and great, that's been fixed and healed and everything's great, which means we don't need to hold that situation, those two swords, or hold that conflict within ourselves anymore. Or it's the understanding that I can't do things that way anymore because if I want to nurture my acorn and grow it into an oak tree because my and you know and think about what pentacles is it's doing something consistently it's time effort energy that we give to something and we do it consistently so if you start a new job right you might have to change things up and let go of other responsibilities that you have but we've got this kind of mental um inner conflict maybe or conflict with someone else maybe someone's telling you that you know you can't do that and so with the four of cups, we're kind of stuck. Now, be very mindful here. I want to say this, especially if you're a writer. I don't know why I keep getting writing stuff coming up or something to say, like the, the voice um, is coming up around this. Why is that coming up for you guys? Well, there's Taurus. Yeah, that's your third house. So you got Uranus there and Jupiter's there as well, right? So expansion of that. Now, there's this... Be mindful of the hidden ways that you look for permission from other people, right? And it's so insidious, guys, right? But it's Scorpio season, so a lot of this is getting revealed. Oh, of course, bloody hell. Um, the, what was I going to say? It's Taurus is, that we've got a lunar eclipse in your third house. Why the hell did I not even think of that? I'm just thinking of Scorpios, your ninth. That's the axis of communication how you think what you do with that it's a way of thinking that is going away the the uh, inner conflict that you have maybe we question yourself a lot or there's black and white collision that happens in your in your mind what i get from this is that what four of cups because the person's looking to the three cups yes it can be choices we make but it's also support the three cups right support that we we're looking for outside of ourselves so if every time you open your mouth, right, and someone misunderstands you or gets offended by you or does whatever, then you might not say anything anymore. If you've, and it looks like you have with this moving on from the past, you recognise that, you know, um, you have boundaries, the other people have boundaries, you're, you've gotten better at that, you know, you've started to figure that stuff out then it maybe it is time to have a conversation. Maybe it is time to start talking about certain things or sharing what it is. Because I'm saying that because the magician is communication and I'm getting this kind of four of cups stuck energy and that might be when we're not supported. So if you see the world in a very unique way, if you have a unique set of gifts, which arguably every single person in the world does and nobody else really sees the world in the exact way that we do. They've not had our life experiences you know, the reason I say that is 
because we have our own filters everywhere we look we find ourselves so if we're all unique in that way unique doesn't mean better than more special than doesn't or less special than anyone else it's just we have our own way our own reasons for seeing things that way right now and that's maybe what temperance is saying because if we are the everything that we've been through kind of mixed together then it's ludicrous to kind of look outside of ourselves and think, oh God, well, this if they don't understand me, I'm not going to say it. If they don't approve of me, I'm not going to say it. If they don't, you know, buy my book or watch my videos or um, ask me how I'm doing or react to me in the same way that I react, then that is waiting for permission from the world. With With everything that goes on in the world, right? Um, a lot of us don't actually know that we like something or want something or approve of something until it happens, until we get it. One of my exes used to say that to me, and this is when I started Aquarian Insight, and he used to help me out because I wasn't very tech savvy. I'm not very tech savvy now, but, you know, I didn't know the first thing about starting a website. And he'd always, he'd make these suggestions to streamline what I was doing. And I didn't realise I did it, but he did, and it's a very fixed side, where he'd say, you always say no. And then two weeks later, I'd always say no that's my fixed but then I would try it out or you know that's my mutable your mutable sign and then two weeks later I'd say oh my god that was really amazing I really like this like you know come out and say that so he never took my no he'd say all right that's the that's step one on the path to getting her to use this is she's going to say no default no I don't want it um and so, you know, be mindful of that. Be be aware of your own process around this. Now, why do I say that? Because four of cups is stuck. Apathy, boredom. Um, it can be lack of support. But you're the knight of cups. And remember, with the four of cups, it's our own cup. We're led by our own cup. Not the cups that are offered to us. Not because it makes other people happy. Not because they approve of us or support us and stuff. Everyone has their own cup. You have your own cup. Be led by your own cup. And so we have the devil here. And the devil is the realisation of the chains that we've bound ourselves with. Now, this can be literal bad habits, right, with the devil. Um, it can be obsessive behaviour. It can be uh, addictions that we have. Um, I'm saying that because of the chariot. That you realise, you know, the, the things, we can get addicted to the things that have helped us out of tricky situations as well. So, you know, say, for example, you started a, a meditation ritual, like, you know, routine, you started meditating every single day. But now when things have started to get difficult, you're like, oh, God, I'm not meditating enough. So you went from 30 minutes meditation a day to hours, you know, and you're going to meditate three times a day. because, and, and at that point, you'd have to ask yourself, the devil, like, why am I doing this? Why do I need more meditation? Why is it not working? Because there's changes that need to be done. It's not about adjusting our mood. When it becomes a mood adjuster, it keeps us hidden. It keeps our talents hidden. So there's a great awareness here of a reason we're not making a decision um, of why we feel stuck. And it's probably to do with support, relationships, community, other people, loved ones, right? That kind of, uh, our stories around that. Which is why then we have temperance. The temperance is, um, it's moderation. It's all things in moderation. But it's taking what we have, taking all of this, what we've learned, what we've done, whatever, and we create something new. It has its own kind of alchemy. With the magician, the magician is taking 
you know, I've got these new beginnings options that I have. I have this knowledge, I can apply that. So I always look at it as ingredients, right? We have those ingredients. We have this recipe in our minds. We're going to create, we're going to do something. So maybe you've made the same casserole for, I don't know how many years. But with temperance, it says we can do something else with this. Like, think about all those casseroles that you made. It's taught you something else. So pause for a moment, take the ingredients that you have and the knowledge that you have and make something new out of it. It's kind of fascinating. And I, it's not as literal as just a new recipe or a new dish to, to feed people with. It This may be, what's an example? I don't know. So you've got a farm, right? And you've you've mastered the art of getting the wheat, grinding it, making flour, making bread out of it right? You've done that. I'm saying that because of hermit and Virgo energy. This is the awareness with temperance where you pause and think, well, I've learned so much. And one of the things that you've learned as a byproduct of making that bread, you might make the best bread in the bloody universe. I don't know. Um, former bread addict. I love bread. Um, I'm, I've, I'm, um, I've had to be gluten-free because of health because I've got celiac disease. Um, and gluten-free bread, yeah, it's come a long way, but nothing beats a good loaf of bread, right? Um, with wheat and a gluten bread. But you've realised how much of the stalks, you know, cutting the wheat has as a byproduct has gone to waste. So this might be the realisation that, you know, other than making bread, you can thatch a roof with that. You could dry it. I mean, I know you can't, but there's something else that you could do out of it. Maybe you can make those wonderful little um dolls and stuff like you know for rituals or something but there's other or you can braid it or you can weave it into a basket you know there's something else but it's something that's gone wasted or to the it's it's not being looked at you've not used it you've not done this and what you realize when temperance i mean temperance comes in after death right it's number 14 and death is 13 so think about what's happened here um and in fact, you, you've got this kind of very linear thing happening um, around this. I'll show you why. With, with the devil here, we're taking a step back, right? Because we've got devil is number 15. And then if we go here, we've got 14 temperance, 13 death, 12 hanged man. So do you see we're going backwards a little bit, retracing our steps, going back over our working out. And what we realize is, okay, so I can do something differently with this. Why? Because there's a long-term change that's been coming in. Me doing the way things are, the way that I've been doing them, it, that act in and of itself has changed me, has changed my circumstances. Now I'm able to do something else. The hanged man does talk about sacrifice though. It's, I'm no longer a certain person. I mean, I know it's a weird example, guys, but apply it to your family, apply it to your relationships, apply it to whatever. But if you've made bread like that for so long, like you learned how to make bread and you're really good at making bread, right? And you're really successful, like you turned it into a successful business and there's people coming from all over to buy your bread, right? You would probably have had to hire people, hopefully, you're not doing everything by yourself, hire people, like you've got premises now, you've got a bakery that does the stuff for you. You're your success has kind of freed it up for you. But if you're still going there every single day, like you're the one that needs the bread every single morning, right? Then this is like, well, do you have to take a, take a step back from that? Like nine of wands, do you want to keep doing that? Like your success has made it so other people can come and help you with this. 
let's take a much more mundane example of this. If in your relationships, you've gone couples counselling, you've, you know, um, you've had family dinners now. So everyone sits and talks and, and does whatever. Then do we still, does it still need that much attention? Whatever's going on in the family? That's the nine of wands. The nine of wands says if you've given that much effort and energy to it, shouldn't it be able to stand on its own two feet now? It doesn't mean we take things for granted, but we allow, they don't need the support and effort that they did. Queen of Wands. We are able to go and explore a different identity, go be someone else, be more social, spend our time, effort and energy on other things, on expressing ourselves in different ways, learning something new. You know, working in that break bakery, like I said, you realise all the stuff that goes to waste. And, you know, you can maybe, we can use the husk to do something else. We can do whatever. And you get creative with it. So, three of pentacles, lovers, what is what we have here. That is the inner team. And I pull the lovers because of the tower. Um, the tower is a shocking, I think this is going to be the lunar eclipse for you guys. Um, this may be an awareness of a different kind of love of what love is, of, of that, oh my god, it is loving to say that to someone, that the devil, right, a lot of our interpretations of love out in the world, in relationships, um, you know, the notion of we're supposed to make safe spaces for each other, what does that mean? If you're meant to hold a safe space for each other, what does that mean? Does that mean that a safe space means you're not allowed to say anything triggering, anything bad, anything derogatory. You have to agree with everything that I say and let me be whoever I, I am. But if we let, if that's the safe space that we demand of others, then don't we owe it to other people to be whoever they are? Like it, it becomes the Ouroboros, the snake it devouring itself. It does, it makes no sense at some point. The safest of spaces is where we're allowed to be as dangerous as possible, not as, you know, um, good as possible, as fake as possible. It's where we are the most authentic as possible and we work with that. And I think there's an awareness here of a different kind of love, of a different, that, oh my God, this is loving, or me saying this is loving. Where we've looked for permission outside of ourselves is where we have a conversation. This is conflict, right? The two of swords. The lovers is where there's clean communication. This is Gemini energy. And it might be a different feeling of safety that you have within yourself. So you're not looking so much for safe places outside. So, you know, if you, you want to post videos or write a book or do something like that, um, you don't set it up. So you're trying to avoid criticism. You kind of feel strong enough to be beyond criticism. Like you recognise that someone's always going to criticise me. I can't please everyone. But I'm very certain in myself on, you know, because my team is there. I know what I'm doing. I, I And then you don't have to take those people's. I mean, take it from me. This is one of the things I've talked about this before. Somebody asked me how I felt about feedback and stuff. And I said, well, you know, if people try to give me feedback on like a video or a reading on how it impacted them. Yeah. You know, fair enough. That's fine. Um, you know, even if it's the greatest thing ever and it really helped them to do that. They're just telling me about them. Like, I don't take that as, oh, my God, look how much I helped someone. I think, wow, that, you know, this person really ran with the message. They really did something with it. I'm really proud of that person. I think it's amazing that they did that. But if it's someone like, you should do readings this way or you should do them that way. And they they don't do readings. They don't do what I do. They're not, they don't have a channel. 
you know they might even if they've read for 50 years but they read for themselves and they don't they don't really read for anyone else then I'm not really going to take advice of that person because they don't know what it's like to be me they've never done what I do right so that's the understanding that this can come up that there's a kind of certain there's, there's a liberation here a freedom to love to see this as love what it is that you're trying to build whatever your gift is you know you may have had a thing of who am i to do that that looks egotistical for me to say this but here you're like oh my god this is an act of love like who am i to withhold this um whatever it is now remember i said we're, we're going back a little bit because you've got the six of cups up here and the five of cups this is where we revisit something you know whatever this six of cups was that you've seen the gift of it this is where you treat it like the gift that it is what does that mean right the five of cups is regret loss missed opportunity where we're crying over i'd say spilt milk but it's it's bit it's grief right it, we feel a loss we feel sad um we missed out on something or we messed it up or we've lost something this is a sense of grief that we have here we were trying to get away from that but with the king of cups here this is where we really see the gift of that where we see what what we were trying to get away from as the gift as our sense of empowerment as what allows us now to speak on this to share this to this is what love is um I've been saying this a lot. I said it yesterday on the Discord server as well, where, you know, we can see ourselves as outside of things or uh, we need a break from something. Pisces, like doing readings for you guys, having my progressed sun in Pisces, having gone through progressed moon, that was the hardest transit ever, like, you know, moon in Pisces. Pisces has taught me, and each sign has taught me something. Pisces has taught me that is the biggest illusion that we have, separation that we can separate ourselves, hermit, right? That we can separate ourselves or that I'm on the outside of anything, right? That when I'm, when someone says something hurtful to me, right? That I'm separate from that. That is something that's done to me. That the future is something that will or won't happen. Or so in that sense, it's freed up so much for me Pisces and you guys have taught me that your energies have taught me that sitting for your readings for so many years has taught me this that that's an illusion that any anything I want to remove out of my life or leave that's just me that's a part of me anything that I need a break from is me do you see what I mean for that and it, it's intriguing and it's difficult to wrap your head around especially because that lesson is a very spiritual lesson but we live in a physical reality where things end and people end but if it's like you know um i don't know whatever it may be that where we hide away from the world or whatever we do that sense of it can't hurt me or even if it does hurt me even if i hurt someone else right it's not intentionally going out to hurt people but if that's a byproduct of this we're one we will sort this out like you know there's a oneness here there's connection here and it's very empowering with this king of cups coming up with that five of cups that sense of loss that sense of lack of support that you've experienced in the past whatever the you know the the loss was or the hurt that you've been holding the status quo to try to remove and it's like oh my god like that that 
not saying it wasn't something to get away from or to come out of like being lost in an emotion is just as bad that's what the five of cups can be but this is kind of blowing an awareness of the love within this the awareness of the power within this and the awareness of how now you have a social responsibility to share this from a very emotional place and when i say social responsibility is a king right they're socially responsible that can be with your loved ones that can be with your family or whatever right Anyway, I hope that makes sense. Really beautiful, powerful reading. Please let me know how you get on with that. I would love to know what your hidden talents are or your, the, the gifts that are revealed to you. It's going to be something intense. It's going to be something very deep from within yourself. Um, but I would love to know if you're, you're willing to share that. Right, I'm going to leave it right there and I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro. All right, lovely people, before you head off, I did have an outro for you. If you're watching the video, if you're not listening to this as a podcast, you will see a quote up on the screen right now. It flashed up on the screen before the reading as well. If you were watching, you may have seen it. But what it says is we've tried everything possible and none of it has worked. Now we must try the impossible. Now, I don't think it's correct to say that none of it has worked, but I'm all there for the impossible part. And part of what I want to say to you for the outro is related to this quote or can be summed up by this quote. But before I do that, let me just take care of the housekeeping stuff that I didn't say in the intro. The last day that you can book a personal reading with me is the 9th of December. My calendar is open until the 19th of January. So I will be doing readings up until the 19th of January. But the last day that you can book with me is the 9th of December. Check out the description if you're interested in doing that. I also want to say a massive, huge, the biggest thank you ever to everyone that has supported me on my journey this far. I've been reflecting a lot on all the support that I've received. Whether that is that you've just been here, where you've just been commenting for, for years. Whether you're a new person and you've messaged me to say, hey, you know, I've just found you and how the readings resonate with you or what you're doing with them all of it is support it doesn't matter how long you've been here and i appreciate you so much and especially to those of you that have you know i've gone on one hell of a journey especially challenging financial institutions challenging what value means and the value of content and why i create content and those of you that have donated during that time you have helped me so much with that and in more ways than I have words to convey you have helped me to become the person that I am today through your act of support through you picking up the slack while I explored other things so I said this to someone who I support on Patreon um, I said this to someone the other day because they were asking us what we wanted right as viewers of um, his channel and I said to him two things I said number one the quote that is often attributed to Henry Ford, if I'd asked my customers what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. And the other thing that I said is that I was supporting him so that he could grow as a creator, so that he could bring his own creativity and grow in the ways that he needed to as a content creator. And I, and you know, being on the other side of it, I do appreciate so much those of you that have allowed me to do that. So thank you so much. And I hope you will continue to support me as we go forward. Now, back to the quote, to be able to try the impossible, to be able to pull out the versions of ourselves that we've only ever dreamed of being right or of being healed in ways that we've only ever dreamed of healing or loving or being loved right it means we dig deep 
It means for us to grow those trees, right? Going all Jungian for a moment. For us to grow into those beautiful, strong trees, we must have our roots go much deeper. And Scorpio season every single year brings that to the table, encourages us to do that. It's a season of transformation and change. And I get it, right? We always want to look at the positive, positive change, positive transformation. And yet we are remiss if we do not look at the relationship that we have with darkness. I've already recorded one talk on this, which I recorded before I started these readings, and it's called A Vengeance. Because one of the things that I've noticed is that I can talk in theory around light and dark. I can talk in, and we've looked, we've done the theory. So much of the theory that we've done, and I've talked about this so much because I think it always comes back to me for this. I've said this over the years, that we've done the theory, we've done the wax on, wax off. Now it's time to apply what we've learned. And there's cycles within cycles within cycles. We have been doing this up until this point, but we're being called to do it with different parts of ourselves as the quote says, to try the impossible. It can seem like a lot, and you are a lot, right? Let's just be honest. You are a lot, I am a lot. We are nuanced and we are complex beings. But when faced with that kind of complexity, we can end up at one of the extremes, right? Oversimplifying the complexity, so it's just reducing it down to good or bad, right? Right or wrong, to doing it to that. Or the other end of the spectrum, which is, you know, just as unhelpful, is to be lost in the nuance and complexity. To say that this is situations too complex, I don't know what to do, there's nothing that I can choose, I can't do anything. Sometimes the best that we can do is to be okay with our own reasons for what we do. And for some of us, that seems impossible, right? To be impo to just be okay with the fear, to be okay with the hope, to be okay with the uncertainty of what we are doing and how we are showing up and how we feel. And I say, if that is the most impossible thing that you face this season, then you are amazing. That is, you know, a job well done. Anyway, I'm going to be here and I'm going to try to show up in as many ways as possible, sharing how I navigate my own impossibilities, right? And my own uncertainties. I'm going to share them with you. Like I said, I already have done one, which is called Vengeance. In fact, if I miss things out, always check the description. Sometimes I forget and you can remind me in the comments saying, Jay, you said you were going to post this. You didn't. Um, I'm very appreciative if you remind me, if I say I'm going to link something and I haven't. But more than all of that, when we do a deep dive, you know, it it's, can feel very solo. It is, right? We're going very internal. It's very much within us. I want you to know two things. You're not alone. Yes, whatever's going on inside of you, whatever you find within inside of you, whatever darkness you find there, whatever light you find there, right? We all have it. We're all working with the same tools. We may be expressing them in a different way, but we're all working with the same thing. And we are here for each other. Secondly, it is more important than ever for you to realize right now your own power to realize that especially with the north node in aries like forget even scorpio season your empowerment you have power you will be told again and again there's a scene actually from buffy i remember it where the council's come and everyone's come and all this kind of stuff happens to her and she says she has a realization she says everyone keeps telling her she's going to get squashed like a bug and she is this and she is that 
and that she needs everyone and she needs the council to give her advice and she needs you know whatever and if, if anyone's wondering when this was it was when she's fighting glory season five i think it is and she's walking around in um joel in the magic shop and she says what i realized is you guys need me i have the power you need me that that's why you're here telling me that i'm nothing so you remember that when you're being told you are part of the problem when you're being told that you are whatever you are whatever you know you're being told that you are the problem for or that you need to be protected and to be looked after and for all of that stuff you remember that you would not be being told that if the opposite were not true i've seen ads coming up on youtube i've seen all this kind of stuff coming up and one of the red flags for me at the moment is why are you trying so hard to convince me of something if you can face those things lovely people this season then you have already started on that journey to the impossible right i'm gonna wrap this up this is a little bit longer than i intended i love you guys so much thank you so much for being here i appreciate you so much i will speak to you guys next time but that's all for now goodbye